Welcome to episode 101 of Nobody Special. In this episode, we talk about Sonic the Hedgehog, Discipline, and Heresy. The Gospel Outpost presents Nobody Special. Hey everyone, welcome to Nobody Special, two nobodies talking about the somebody who matters. I'm Danny, the host and gotta go fast of Nobody Special. And I'm Caleb, you're the host of Nobody Special. This is a podcast where two generations of people talk about God, pop culture, politics, and everything in between, all not taking any of it too seriously. We're back. We're back. We're back again. (laughs) Isn't it amazing? We're we're back. We didn't leave you guys after 100 episodes. Uh, I would say despite our best efforts, too. It's tempting. The amount of, like, (laughs) technical issues. I I, I told people I've done 100 episodes of a podcast, and then the amount of things that we just goofed on this episode, I... I was having trouble believing. It's like, have I done a hundred episodes? Like, I forgot to give you the audio files, um, yep. and the thumbnail. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Our candles mm-hmm. burned out early. Mm-hmm, the party mm-hmm. balloons were kind of in frame. Right, right. <laughs> they were in frame. Were, they some of them were. It just said art in the background. Because <laughs> you're uh, big yeah. head. <laughs> so sorry, sorry for the YouTube delay. That one's on this guy. I'll take no, that. No, it was on me too. Because uh. I technically should have realized that earlier. Because I started editing it Monday night. <laughs> so, so all that means is that there are audio files somewhere on the hard drive, somewhere, just like buried somewhere in there. No, they're oh. not there. Or they're Search in some everywhere. other folder in there, my it computer. It says it showed on the Premiere tells you where it is. It's in your downloads for some reason. Don't know what that means. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. See, I had three windows open. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> they're in my downloads? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's this embarrassing. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> Are they really? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So, uh, anyway, thanks, to everyone, for tuning in. This is our 101st episode, or our uh, Dalmatian episode. Um, where Caleb and Danny. Nobody special. 101. We, 101, where we go back to the basics. So, we're going to move the microphone really close in between us now. We're only using one microphone now. Yes, we're only... Yeah. <laughs> No, uh, Caleb, we, we've both been traveling a lot this week. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. Yeah, you just got back. Yeah, I just got back. And it's I, like 8.30. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so we're taping a little bit, mm, well, no, we normally tape it yeah, this time, we but tra- start. there's something about traveling, it just takes it out of you. I, uh, I just came back at, out of a church conference. It was uh-huh. pretty good, pretty good church conference. Uh, I was challenged in a few different things, got a few different ideas on there, but um, it, it was a great conference, and it it, it was like 14-hour days. Wow. Yeah, because uh, breakfast Ooh, was you. like 8, and we got done at about 11.30, 12 o'clock, something close Y'all to that. I went to adult church camp. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> Yeah, kinda. Uh, yeah. Savannah, Georgia, living it up. In Savannah, yeah. Did y'all go to any cool restaurants? No. Uh, yes. Well, okay. Wonder if I by went your there. standard, no, we did not. By our standard, we went to a place twice. It was a Flacco's Tacos, a number two. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I've heard of that. So good, so very good and cheap. 
And why not my standards? Hmm? Why not my standards, huh? I did not go into the town of Savannah at all. I didn't oh, see it. That's depressing. And we'd been planning on doing that, but then a very friendly and peppy guy at the church, he said, like, Oh, where are you guys going for lunch? You gotta go to Flacco's Tacos. And I was like, Ah, Listen, dude. I'm I guess only, we're going to Flacco's Tacos. I'm only one small cup of coffee into the day, and I think that you're at a nine, and I need you at about a five or a six. But he was so peppy, and I was just thinking, like, all right, so let's go to Flacco's Tacos. My goodness. Smartest thing that we did all week other than praise the Lord. Um, Amen. Which, coincidentally, we did after eating those tacos. Like, praise the Lord, are we coming back? Uh, it, it almost got to the point that... We skipped lunch during the conference in order to go back to the tacos place. <laughs> but they had a staff member come out and tell us, like, hey, I don't know if you guys know, actually, lunch is provided and part of the package that everyone bought into. And I was like, thank you. Thank you for letting us know. We weren't getting tacos at a really good place that's only a mile and a half from here. Yeah. Thank you for your generosity. Yeah, Cheryl. Thank you, Cheryl, <laughs> for pulling us away. We were almost in the van. And if you get in the van, you're already going. Y'all all ride in one van? Yeah. Nice. I mean, there wasn't. There was only like nine of us, so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so how was your trip to Orlando? Orlando went mm-hmm. to uh, Wycliffe, USA, headquarters. Um, can I go to that once? Yeah, they have a discovery center you could go to. Like Sorry. where it's like a museum. Can I go on someone else's dime once and like help, you know? Like, oh, like come on a shoot with me? Yeah. Can I go on a shoot to Wycliffe? Gonna be real honest with you? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um You can be the grip. But it was good. And oh, that's uh, production for Pack Mule. Like, isn't that the grip, aren't they just the guy that grips things and carries them up and down places? No, grip is super important. They're the one that, like, sets up, you know, well, they do a lot. Like, you don't realize how they necessary it is they carry to have back. someone to, to like, just help out in, air, in any area. Mm-hmm. I mean, but they're mainly specified, uh, God, not specified. Like, they, they do uh, all of the rigging for, like, lights or camera. I don't know. In Not Mexico, do they call, uh, call them El Boro for mule? Sorry, no. go ahead. Tell me about Wycliffe Bible <laughs> it was, translation. It was good. It was stressful. Yeah. It was like all in one room, like shooting eight freaking interviews. Mm-hmm. And and like we had to just shift everything for each interview to make it look like different right. for each one. Right. And it was the most stressful thing ever. Right. Um, but, you know, it... It turned out well in the end. I was pooped by the end of it, though. Mm-hmm. But it was good, you know. It was all right. Any fun challenges to that shoot? Fun challenges? Yeah. Is there such thing as a fun challenge? Yes. Yes. <laughs> are you kidding? I think both of us are competitive enough that both of us know the answer is yes. I mean, I think the challenge was just trying to make eight different shots out of mm-hmm. one space that's literally, like, the size of your apartment right here. The apartment or the dining room? Like this or, plus your or living podcast room. studio, as I call it podcast on Thursdays. Studio. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> <Our> <laughs> podcast. Definitely this isn't my dining room table. <laughs> um, <laughs> to, to be fair, I think I do have uh, more meals on the coffee table than I do my dining room table. Yeah. Yeah. 
But that one is sweet. That's a sweet table. And if we had a cameraman or a clean apartment, I would flip the camera around and show people. Yeah. But we don't have any of those things, so we're going to soldier <laughs> on. <laughs> so. But it was good. Um, it was like the end of the day, and mm-hmm. like the fire alarm went off, so like we all had to like get out of there. And I was like, should I grab the cameras? And we were like, let's just grab the memory card. Yeah, grab go. the memory card, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was... It was fun, though. A business park fire alarms, it's odd because in, in school, you know, growing up in public schools, they had fire drills, and every kid is fine, but there's also this kind of a hint of panic to, oh, man, is this the one? Is this the one? Are we doing, is this the day? Like, because every time there's a fire drill, every kid thinks, like, oh, my gosh, I, ha- Finally! <laughs> I have to struggle through my own potential immortality that I might die in here. I've been <laughs> in buildings that the fire alarm went off and, like, no one got up. And no one said it's a drill or anything. In fact, I, at a point, said, like, I have too much to do than deal with this stuff. And I don't smell fire. So, <laughs> I'm going to just chill here. So, yeah. uh, there was another job I was at. There was a fire a fire alarm goes off. And my co-workers and I are trying to figure out, it's like, what do we do when that happens here? It hasn't come up. What do we do? And our boss never left their office. So we were just like, I I don't know. I don't know. Like I need to, so we worked fire drill. We worked through, well, we weren't even sure it was a drill. That's the thing. No one said it was a drill or told us or told anyone. So we just worked through it. Kind of hoping like, uh, Hey boss. (laughs) Hey, boss, did we leave building? Like, what? <laughs> Hello? Yeah. And it was very loud, so it was hard to ignore it. Yeah. Those things are loud. Yeah. Like, my yeah, ears man. hurt. Thankfully, they had, like, a fire drill, and, like, they had, like, safety managers. Mm-hmm. So, like, they were, like, directing everybody. The safety managers. <laughs> it's dope. They were, they were prepared. Yeah. Is that OSHA or, or HIPAA that has to have kind of, the, kind of the safety stuff in place? I think it's OSHA. I don't know what OSHA yeah. is. Uh, it's the hand-washing people. You got to wash your hands if you work with... Anyway, that's oh. not I, I think it's OSHA oh. that says it's like you should have um, a floor captain who's in charge if the building is on fire. And it's never the boss. It's always just someone else because the boss is like, I don't care. Whatever. I can rehire all of you. Yeah. Uh, you're like, ugh. Oh. So, anyway. Um, yeah, no, those are loud, though. Yeah. Yeah. But it was good. Mm-hmm. It was good. Actually, I need to go check them out. So yeah, we'll have to go. They're, they're awesome. They're great. Doing so any, good work. Anybody can just tour. Well, not really like, like the offices. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, those are, but like they this have. This is a, Karen from accounting. Like, it's like it's, the hi, offices, oh. and then like a museum tacked on. Mm-hmm. Going to like all the Bible okay. translation history and I'm go to it's the really museum. it's really well laid out. I want to go to the museum. Go. Let's go to the museum. Go. Let's go to the museum. We'll go to the museum. <laughs> yeah. We'll tape an episode until they kick us out of the Wycliffe Museum. Actually, they know you now. They might be like, Why? did you need B footage? And we'll, and we'll just be like, yes. Yeah. Like a lie. <laughs> like a lie. So, um, no, uh... Man, I'm really trying to figure out how to transition to our next topic, and this is such a hard pivot. It's really hard to Sonic. do that. 
I'll just do it. Sonic <laughs> the Hedgehog. All, there's loud noises in the Sonic the Hedgehog games. Gosh, I'm really forcing this one. What? All right. Oh, the, no, the new, yeah. no, no. We're talking about like Sonic. The Forget what he's talking about. So, so, so the Sonic movie. No, I can get there from Bible translation. One thing that didn't translate well was when Sonic jumped from 2D to 3D and then to the big screen, which they're doing no. February 14th. No. Oh, no. come on. That's not too bad. <laughs> uh, no, no. There's a Sonic movie coming out. I know we – I think we've a little bit talked about it and how the first – version of this trailer came out and everyone who saw it gave a uh, just kind of all together went yeah uh, because he had human teeth and it was really upsetting yeah no like, you just really, can't you can't make those and, characters and look eyes. realistic yeah and still carry like the nostalgia yeah yeah we like learned that from super connected. mario bros <laughs> okay super mario bros hold on before we go into sonic okay low-key I have to watch the Super Mario Bros. movie I enjoyed it. at least once a year because I enjoy it. Is, yeah. it. is it a good movie? No, it is not. No. Do I enjoy every minute of it? Absolutely. Right? Um, and then the more I learn about the movie, the better it gets. Kind of the, the, the fact that the guy who played Luigi said, this is the worst mistake of my career and I regret doing it. And just seeing him act his heart out as a... To see him act his heart out, or the fact that John, uh, John Hodgkins, Hodge Hopkins, I don't remember his name, the guy that plays Mario, um, <laughs> he hated this movie so much that for most of the movie he was definitely drunk because he had, to, <laughs> he's just drinking to get through it. Gosh. So the script was weird, but as improvised. It, every every time I thought about it, I was I was just thinking it's like, how do you turn that into a movie? That has a plot and a story about a plumber who goes down pipes to save a princess and jump on turtles. Yeah. How do you make that into a plot? I think they did a good job getting that to the, to, to the, the, uh, the movie screen given the source material. As a game, it makes sense. As a movie, it doesn't make sense at all. Yeah. So, and I think for the Sonic uh, movie, people had that kind of problem. That they tried to make it almost a human Sonic, given his eyes that were very humanoid eyes and teeth. And the internet said, "No, big no on that one, Papa Bear." Uh, huh? Papa Sonic? <laughs> Papa Sonic? Something. Um, and uh, so, so the studio they heard the five billion Reddit posts against it and said, "Okay." We will fix it. And, mm-hmm. it, and everyone stopped and went, <gasps> what? They're going to fix it. But it's done. It's done. It was done. Yeah. The movie was done. And they said, all right, we're going to delay it. And we're going to fix it. It'll be out in February. And as, as a heart to the Sonic fans, it comes out February 14th. Oh. Caleb? Guess what you're doing February 14th? We're going to get Olive Garden and go see Sonic. No. Nope. 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 Why I'll not? I'll go see Sonic. You don't want to go to the Olive Garden and see I'm all not, the confused You are schoolers? not my Valentine, Danny. I know. No one. I can't let that happen. You don't want to see the confused They'll take my man card away. <laughs> Do you know what's at risk here? <laughs> 
I want to go to Olive Garden at least one time and just people watch. I imagine it'll be really funny. What Olive Garden? It's, yeah, it's great. What's weird about that? I've been to Olive Garden with people, but like on Valentine's Day. Oh yeah. Because nobody yeah, that's no. an adult that's been dating goes to Olive Garden. Psh. I stand Dang. by this. <laughs> so no, um, I thought it back to the Sonic movie. I thought it it was pretty cool that they had been willing to change a whole movie spend millions of dollars on that yeah i mean it actually did you see the new trailer uh the new i don't know if i've seen the newest one but i saw the one with the updated like Mm -hmm. skin it looks pretty good now yeah it looks good yeah i'm ready and and i think to to everybody out there if that if the first trailer bothered you Go to the new Sonic movie because they paid attention to the fans and changed it to be true to the thing people wanted. Yeah. And and this isn't the time to just be like, well, they didn't we're gonna screw it up the first time. They listened to us and we need to reward that behavior. Yeah. Because studios don't do that that often, so we need to be sure that they go like, this was a good good thing we did by going and fixing this. Mm-hmm. Um, because it doesn't happen that often, and just. I mean, even people in general, I don't think, are that great at accepting correction. Yeah. Uh, and a whole movie studio did it. Yeah. It's yeah. probably more, uh, you know, a money decision, but, you know. <laughs> right. But, but I, I mean, they're taking a but huge still, gamble yeah. there because it would have been cheaper to just put it out and eat their uh, cost instead of... Um, I don't know about that, actually. Inst- well... I mean, this is a gamble because people uh, already hate it, and and they have to hype it up again, and spend millions of dollars hitting render on every CGI character of the main character to make mm-hmm. him not so creepy. I don't know like the real yeah. word for um, disturbing, visually disturbing, <laughs> unsettling, unsettling. Yeah, it's, he has such straight teeth. I'm glad they fixed it. So. Now nah, they're crooked teeth. <laughs> yeah, they're just like all wonky. No. Um. Yeah, it looks good. I mean, mm-hmm. it, I think it's good to take that approach. Like, mm-hmm. um, I keep on wanting to say the Pokemon Go movie, Detective Pikachu. You know, like say that again. Detective Pikachu. 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 Is that what you're saying? Are you saying Pikachu? Pikachu. Pikachu. What? It's I. It's literally the same thing. Mister Nitpick. No. But anyways, thank you. <laughs> um, like, it looks like the original characters, mm-hmm. but, you know, they added realistic right. elements. Like, right. realistic fur, realistic, right. like, scale textures and all these things. Right. Because um, if 8-Bit Pikachu had walked out, so would I. Like, I'm like, nah, we yeah. good. Like, like and know. I think that you don't have to make everything overly realistic. Mm-hmm. Um for people to buy it, you know. Like, yeah, I think where they put yeah. it is good. Like it's no matter what you do, it's not going to fit in the universe, right? But like right. having that original design, just yeah, is nice. It's, it's trying to stay true to it. I mean, the only thing I'm quasi concerned about is that they are trying to put this character in our world, and it just doesn't make a lot of sense because the mm-hmm. world that character is in. Is built for him. There are yeah. roads that have loops. Yep. We don't have those. Now, granted, I don't know why they do. 
But they do. They. I don't know why you would ever need a road that just goes for a loop. Because it's fun, Danny. Yeah, I guess. Because but, it's fun. Uh, and Jim Carrey's back, and I'm hoping he's no longer crazy. Psh. No, but he's crazy. Yeah, he went through a he went through a rough time. Yeah, so hopefully that uh, this will be good. But I don't know. I'm just impressed that a whole studio took correction because, to be honest, I don't take correction the best always, um, and it can be difficult to hear things like, "Hey, this is some feedback, and it's not positive." Um, so please just take time and pay attention to it. I mean, I know I personally maybe don't 100% do that the best. Um, I'm being open here. I'm being uh, open. Caleb, only how the do YouTube audience got to see that. You take correction. <laughs> how do? How I mean, do it depends. It? Like, f- for some stuff, I feel like I'm good at it, and then for other stuff, like, not that good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. the most vague thing ever. Like, if it's something that I like, kind of like attach part of my identity too mm-hmm. which like ideally obviously my identity should be like fully rooted in christ but right. you know i'm we're all working through that oh absolutely um, yeah and you know like there's there's like su- surprisingly um like filmmaking stuff which is what i love to do and i'm super passionate about and i would say part of my identity is kind of wrapped up in that well yeah um like i feel like i'm actually pretty good um Unless it's, like, someone who I, – I do get annoyed if it's, like, someone who's kind of, like, below me. But then, mm-hmm. like, after, like, a couple of days, I'm like, you know what? I should have just appreciated that because they were right. right. Like, right. sometimes once you've been doing it for, for right. like, such a long time, you just overlook these yeah. small things. And, like, you know, and someone's pointing that out to you is, like, you know, that's actually super helpful. And yeah. you should be super thankful. Yeah. A fresh pair of eyes, even if they're untrained, can be yeah. – very exactly. good. It's like, why is that upside down? Like, it's not. It's a choice we all made together. And I did this intentionally. It's exactly where I want it. But you know what? All right, I'll flip it over. I'll flip it over. Just be quiet. And then kind of flip that thing and go, they're right, but I'm not going to give them the satisfaction of them knowing. We all know they're right, but yeah. I'm not going to say it, you know? Yeah. I mean, um, there's stuff like that, you know, where it takes me a bit, but, mm-hmm. you know, it's... It's all work in progress. I was asked in an interview at one point how I handle correction, and, and the straight-up um, honest answer I gave, I said, like, hey, I'm going to be honest here. Here's how I do it. Uh, uh, depending on the, the thing it is and how tied into it I am, I'm going I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to hear it. I am going to be upset, and I'm going to need to process it for about a day, and then I'll come back and probably understand the part that you need me to understand, but I'm going to be super offended at first. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know if that was a good thing to say in an interview, but I said it. I'm like, that's just where I am. That's just who I am. I'm working on it. I've yeah. come a long way because about a decade before it was, I'm not going to pay attention to it, but I'm still going to amp up that anger because let's go. Mm-hmm. Um, but just kind of understanding the point of discipline it in, 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 and a, a trusted person bringing that kind of thing to another person can be difficult to hear, but it's very necessary to have a person that's okay to point out those blind spots that you brought up Mm -hmm. and, and God doing that to uh, to us also is pretty important. Um, (laughs) 
God's very good at doing that. Uh-huh. Very good. Yeah. I mean, there's a... Annoyingly good. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. It's it's the discipline of God. And, yeah. Um, I don't know. The, the, the gracious part of God being all-knowing is that there is an option to just dump all of it at the same time. And it kind of gives it to us at the pace w- we can handle. Mm-hmm. But it's like, all right, here's where we are. You want to look at this. <laughs> I know all your flaws, but we're going to work on this one. Yeah. And the sooner you get through it, the sooner we can move to the next one. So let's start here. Do you trust me on that thing? And then go from that. And and oftentimes, for me, it ends up in some kind of discipline for doing the thing God says to not do or not doing the thing God says to do mm-hmm. and then having to spend a year and a half going like, gosh, God was actually totally spot on on that. And God's like, yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, bro. Like, discipline isn't a bad thing. Right. It's uh, It's always interesting, too. When it's God, because like, it's super. It's it's like important things. Too. Yeah, yeah. And it's like stuff you don't want to deal with sometimes, mm-hmm. and you're like, it's right. just easier to tuck that away. Right. You know? I'm not gonna talk about there. my flaws, God. We can only talk about the perfected part. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm working on that one. That's what we're can aiming we talk towards. Talk about my salvation, you know, <laughs> and how. I'm, yeah. I'm I'm already making it into heaven because of you. Crap, maybe I should listen to you. Yeah, like, I don't know if that God would be like, uh-huh. You know, I can just, like, just snatch let you that think away. Through, like, yeah. yeah. Like, it's grace-based. You didn't do anything for it, so, like, argh, so. Work with me, all right? Yeah. No, I mean, the discipline of God, I think it, it puts it best in uh, the book of Hebrews 12, um, kind of s- 7 through 10. Caleb, do you want to read that for us? Or? Yes. I do want to read this. Thank you. I very much want to read this. All right, all right. Gosh, this mic always gets in my way. Like, the past couple episodes, I just have not figured out how to aim it. You know what? I'm just going to hold it up. There we go. I'm just going to hold it up. (laughs) All right, this is Hebrews 12, 7 through 10. It is for discipline that you have to endure. God is not training you. God is treating you as sons. For what son is there whom his father does not discipline? If you are left without discipline, in which all have participated, then you are illegitimate children and not sons. Besides this, we have had earthly fathers who disciplined us, and we respected them. Shall we not much more be subject to the Father of the, of spirits and li- live? Live. L- live. 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 <laughs> I was like, We've read live. Before. <laughs> <laughs> um. For they disciplined us for a short time, as it seemed best to them. But he disciplines us for our good, that we may share his holiness. For the moment all disciples seem disciplined. God, I'm not doing well. I'm not doing well today. For the moment all discipline seems painful rather than pleasant. But later it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. So, although there was a few missteps in there in speaking, actually, the term <laughs> of discipline and disciple... Sorry, I meant to start off by saying, you make a good point. I mean, yeah, no. You know, don't that, give me yeah. sass because the <laughs> words for discipline and, and, and disciple in, in the Greek are they're, they're basic, kind of the same 
word. They, there's, there's this understanding that a disciple is a person who is disciplined in following yeah. Christ. Mm-hmm. They're um, receiving discipline. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's 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 the constant pouring into by God to be able to speak to a person to bring them to the place they need to be, and 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 it keeps going. Um, you know, the older I get, the older I kind of understand that parents are going to be parents no matter how old that you are, and they're not going to stop caring about a person and or or about their kids and. They're gonna do parent things, even if, if I'm an adult. They're still gonna come in like, it, just be sure you take a multivitamin or something. It's like I'm 35. Thank you. I got this. And then I'll immediately Thanks. I'll hang up the phone and I'll go take that multivitamin because I straight up forgot. But am I gonna tell them that? No. But I love you, mom and dad, and I'm sorry. Um, but that's the idea of discipline is that it, it comes out of a father to a son. And if I'm being disciplined by God, that's actually a good thing because it's God caring about his children. Yeah. In any form, you know, yeah. like even with our earthly fathers mm-hmm. and moms. Yeah. You know, it's it's always yeah it's always a good thing. And it it does. It stinks at the time. Yeah. So much. Yeah. I appreciate the author of Hebrews is is very. I was like, no, discipline really stinks if, as a person going through that. At the end, though, mm-hmm. it's good for them. So shut up about it while you're in there. I mean, that's the message. Uh, but the yeah, that's the message translation. But yeah, um, I don't know. I think it's it's there's an art to being able to to take criticism and interpret it as okay. What truths are there I need to hear out of this? Right. It, because even if they're untrained and only going, it's like, the, it's, I don't like it. Okay, why not? Like, I mean, help me out. But still, there's some truth to that that I need to figure out where they're coming out of in order to go, do I need to change because of that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard, man. I mean, man, discipline is hard, and I'm not the best at it, and I... I'm scared to pray for God to make me better at it because I know how that happens. <laughs> I just don't. Plenty want, of opportunities. You, you want know? God to screw you up? Pray for patience. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. God doesn't give patience. He gives opportunities to trust him for patience. So. I always make the joke anytime, like, mm-hmm. there's, like, something going on where mm-hmm. you need patience. Like, we were at this mm-hmm. dinner one time for youth, and, like, it was right. taking forever for, like, the – waiter to bring us the checks like right. forever right and i was like who prayed for patience right who did it right <laughs> stand up now <laughs> right I mean, and get out <laughs> all right but that is the actual thing about that prayer is people pray that prayer during the opportunities god is giving them to 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 trust him for the thing they're praying for mm-hmm. i don't pray for patience just you know at the end of the day everything's calm it's like huh i could probably be more patient you know like i i prayed because i'm behind the guy in traffic doing 35 on i-95 and i'm thinking about just getting up under his bumper and driving him off the road a little bit like give me patience please and god's like i'm doing it i'm doing it right now yeah sovereignty i knew you'd pray that before you got here i arranged this whole thing so you'd have to trust me for it yeah i mean and he's gonna continue to do it after that yeah and kind of same thing on discipline it's like yeah, God, help me be disciplined in this. Like, I'm already doing it. I've given you plenty of times to not do that thing or to trust and come to me during this thing so that you can be disciplined. You have plenty of opportunities, and the same God is still there through the whole time. Yeah. 
Yes. Painful, but totally necessary. Yeah. So, yeah, man. No, no discipline. I I appreciate that the the Sonic people heard the cries of their people and were willing to change because of it. So, because too many of the nerds got really angry very quickly and started to uh, kind of stamp out as it was like they're they're Sonic heretics. Yeah. Um, Oh, Which here comes the transition because I'm just going to call one. you out. That was a good one. That was a good one, though. My goal is to just crush your transitions. <laughs> uh, now, uh, so we got a message from Catherine about um, kind of a connected topic that I thought it'd be good to pair against the Sonic topic. Mm-hmm. Um, do you do you want to read the question? Do you want me I to can read it. Yeah, Hi, Danny and Caleb. Maybe this is a topic for discussion for you. This freaking, I can never get it right. All right, all right, all right. Here we are, guys. I'm always hearing of Christians calling out people slash churches for saying heresy-like statements. Some people describe heretics as if they have committed a sin that cannot be forgiven. I understand the basics of heresy, but how do you determine what is actual heresy and then is it forgivable? Because isn't a heresy just sin like all other sins or no? What if a person believes something, but then is shown the truth, believes the truth, and then starts to apply it, a.k.a. turns away from their sin? I see a lot of pointing fingers, which I understand should be done in a, a way to point out the truth of the Bible. But grace should also be a factor, right? Hopefully this all makes sense. Maybe I don't truly understand the basics of heresy. Thank you, and keep up the awesome work. Catherine. Uh, the only part of that question I feel as if Catherine might have gotten incorrect is that it should have said, please start the awesome work. Is Danny and his self-depriving self, jokes. <laughs> self-deprecating humor. Yeah. Please make this podcast good at some point. No, um, like, <laughs> please, no, work on it. Seriously. Like, I don't know. On oh, a God. scale of one to ten, how offensive am I going to be r- right now? Uh, where, where do you want me? Where do you want me here? Let's, uh, let's try and keep it at like a five, a, you know? A five. We, we still want to be a little bit offensive. I exist but... at a six. Like, <laughs> like, I don't go under five. That's slumming it for me. Like, I mean, this is a great question. It's a Let fantastic me say, question. I just have know, a very blunt you, answer to it. You know, understanding all this stuff, it's confusing for sure. And yeah. I know a lot of people who do like kind of have that view of like, oh, you're a heretic. Mm-hmm. You just said that. Um. Yeah. Nope. Blasphemy. You're you're done. Out of the family. You're yeah. done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, which is just wrong. Um, that's my personal view, and I think that's a biblical view on it too. Right. Is uh, when we're like, I think of all like being a baby Christian mm-hmm. and uh, having having those beliefs after you know you haven't really truly deepen your relationship with right. the Bible. Right. You don't fully understand everything yet. And I know a lot of baby Christians who understand, who like just believe crazy stuff. Yeah. But like over time watching them, God developed them. Yeah. And, and like they they start to hear the truth um, mm-hmm. once they're in church, reading the Bible, mm-hmm. and start to apply it. You know, and I think that that's kind of like, were they a heretic before? Technically, yes. Especially if they're like super strong about their beliefs. Yeah. So, but like, I do not believe it's the uh, unforgivable sin. No. And, and uh, this is a bell I've tried to ring over and over. Our 
use of the term heretic, and I'm going to split the two because Jesus did the same thing on the cross of splitting the action and the person. Mm-hmm. The term heretic is either over-applied or under-applied. It, it, its current state is useless to just claim this person's a heretic and this person isn't. Caleb's a heretic. I'm a heretic. Everybody mm-hmm. I've ever talked to is a heretic because yeah. from a definitional <clears throat> standpoint, a heretic is a person who has stated a thing that is uh, counter to the truth of God. I've done that. Caleb's done that. Yeah. You've done that. Everyone else who's ever who's ever turned on this podcast, welcome to the Heretic Club. You've totally made it. And if I can't give any kind of grace to all of us, then then absolutely. Can all, we can all we us uh, are rename this podcast to Heretic Club? <laughs> I that, I think that one. I checked into it. I think there are a few of those, and we don't want to be associated with them. I can tell you that much. Oh um, so so it's either under that all all of us are heretics for saying anything that's heretical or mm-hmm. it's over applied in that we need to be more charitable to each other on things we disagree with right um the the term of heretic the 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 other understanding is that this is a person who who is intentionally teaching a thing counter to the truth um, in in the intentionality aspect of that is is important that they've understood the, the truth of of scripture and and decided to say no I don't think that's true I think the thing I think is true right. in that case that is a heretic who has departed from the faith um, but the difficulty in this is that that line gets pretty muddy based on the way other people tend to hold their things pretty strongly Mm -hmm. um people that feel very strong are very quick to throw out the heretic thing when in actuality it there's there needs to be a discussion of the point instead of just going oh he's a heretic okay that doesn't actually help anybody right uh, to just go that's a heresy or he's a heretic uh, the, the the best case I ever could think of, there's a, and I really don't want to explain it because it's really boring, and I had this thought over this panel of like six or seven a month, there's this thing called Molinism. It's kind of the middle ground between being an Arminian and a Calvin, and it kind of picked up in... Uh, popular or it it kind of became the people had been toying in it and then I saw a few people go it's like no that's heresy why I mean like take time and and explain and teach then instead of just going that's a heresy and anyone who thinks that is a heretic and is out of the family okay but everything that you just said doesn't help anybody and mm-hmm. and doesn't actually encourage anybody also, to grow in the kind of makes you a heretic as well <laughs> like stating I mean mm-hmm. it, Kinda. I mean, like stating stuff like that uh, is super. I, I th- I'm 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 on the side where I think it's overused. Um, yeah, that's my personal yeah. opinion. Yeah. Um, you know, I think we're actually doing pretty well as a church right. body as a whole. Like, right. Um, you know, I think that it is. It's pretty. We're doing pretty good. You know, a lot of Christians believe the you know, primary doctrine. Um, mm-hmm. and like, that's good. Yeah. 
you know, all the secondary stuff is up for debate, and that's mm-hmm. fine. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think it's just... Yeah. it's It kind of goes back to, like, our episode where we were talking about people uh, just really mm-hmm. not treating people well with their theology yeah. and debates and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, talk about the 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 primary doctrines a bit. I mean, because those are important as far as kind of determining is this person a heretic or not, and where those actually go. Yeah, I mean, I for all right, all right, a prosperity gospel is kind of heretical. Um, mm-hmm. Am I going to stand on a street corner and point at a man and say you you're going to burn in hell for thinking this thing? Probably not. Um, there are other things I'll come down on a lot harder because they're more dangerous. Um, if uh, to claim Christ isn't God, that is straight up heresy, mm-hmm. I, and anyone claiming that is being very heretical. Yeah. Um, but if I'm trying to minister to those people, then I need to do that in a way that helps bring them closer to Christ instead of pushing them out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, I think even if they are like the true definition of a heretic and they're like fully, fully in it, you know, like mm-hmm. I, I don't ever think anyone is beyond God's reach mm-hmm. to hear the truth yeah. in a new light. And, uh, yeah. you know, like, so I don't, yeah, I don't I mean, ever this question of, of, um, a person that hears truth and then turns to God because of that, this in, in, in church pastoral terms, that's just called Christian growth. Yeah. I mean, like that, you know. I mean, like you were talking growing about in Christ, like like yeah. at our uh, at our the church I go to. You mm-hmm. you have moved on, obviously, because you work. It's okay, at a you can church. drop that name still. You're fine. Um, but at eleven twenty two, we have discipleship groups, and mm-hmm. I think like you've brought up plenty of times. I mean, like I said, like baby Christians. Yeah, baby Christians. Right. Um, I hate that term, but. Also, it's very true. <laughs> um, they, I mean, tend to just be super, su- and it's right. kind of like awkward too because right, you don't because, know how to react to it cause, because like you don't, don't want to hurt better. their feelings. Yeah, yeah. You, you it's like yelling at a baby. No one wants to yell at a baby. Oh yeah, I mean, I talk to a ton of children now. Being a children's minister, I I care about them very dearly, but they say <laughs> the dumbest stuff <laughs> yeah. because they don't know any better. I actually. I actually I had a kid say like no just like in the middle of teaching a very like like spot on sermon. Yeah, I mean no, it was very simple. It wasn't even that yeah. complex. It was like no, I'm like hey man, I've been doing this a while. All right, like but but if I had gone heretic, you'll burn in hell, child. Um, first of all, I'd be yeah. a terrible children's minister. I would probably lose my job and a bunch of other stuff. But second of all, I'd be essentially push, uh, pushing a child out of the kingdom of heaven by unintentional gatekeeping. Yeah. I'm not the gatekeeper. I'm just happy I get to get in. Yeah. Like, I, if I get to the gates of heaven and they're closed and, and they're kind of opening on a per a per person kind of a basis, I'm going to be a little nervous as soon as I get up to the... Uh, I mean, it's all it's all in Jesus. Open, oh thank you, Lord. This is a grace. <laughs> yeah, this is a grace that I am here. Yeah. So I don't know. I just um. I think as as far as as this goes, and I'm I'm just I'm just gonna be straight up on this. 
the Pharisees get a bad rap in the Bible because people claim it's like, oh, they're being pharisaical and they're they're uh, being too too judgy and gatekeeping and all these things. And I mean, the truth of it is that in history, the Pharisees did all that stuff to protect the thing they felt is orthodoxy, the of of truth. They they're trying to protect truth because during that time they had so many people coming back to claim like, well, I'm the Messiah. Well, I'm the Messiah. Well, I'm the Messiah. There were so many of those. Jesus was not the first person to come back and say, I'm the Messiah. He was just the only person to come back and say it and actually have it be true. Yeah. And so they put all these things in place and all these gates in place in order to have people prove their faith. And I'm, I'm just going to be honest here. This sounds a lot very similar to the reformed community mm-hmm. and i'm i'm just going to call it how it is i don't identify as that because of the militant academic debate of heresy yeah and 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 that is the cultural problem i have oftentimes it isn't the things they're saying it's how they say it that i'm i i'm not right. cool chilling in that camp i mean i would say i'm reformed i mean but i would 100% agree in that theology, people are yeah Theology, yeah, yeah. In, in, um, in your theology. Um, but yeah, those people are jerks. <laughs> right. I mean, not everyone, obviously, right. but like, there's a lot of people that are. And mm-hmm. uh, you need to slow your roll, peeps. Well, it's it's truth and grace because but, in, I mean, there's there's times for it too. Like, yeah, there's times absolutely. where you have to. I mean, like Martin Luther, mm-hmm. psh, he did his job right. You know, yeah. like. You gotta write an essay to do it. <laughs> yeah, do it. It wasn't even an essay; it was a to-do list. Yeah, it's just like get good, this, man. Fix get your this, PhD. Fix yeah, I, it wasn't even that. It was I have ninety-nine thoughts. Can we talk? It was a fifteen hundred. I have ninety-nine thoughts, yeah. and you're all ninety. <laughs> tell me, I didn't say ninety-nine. You did say ninety-nine. Oh no, I have to give my degree back. <laughs> ninety-five. He probably had four more and just I ran thought out of you paper. were making a, a no, just to just song. being stupid. Yeah, just yeah. See, and there's someone out there that's, like, standing in front of their keyboard, like, oh, actually, it's 95. Like, I know. I just misspoke. Um, no, I just – the Bible tells us that if 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 I can do, you know, all these great things but don't have love, I am a loud, clanging, noisy gong. And I, I think the church needs less noisy gongs and, and to be charitable and pastoral – in our handling of other people and calling other people heretics. I think me and Danny both know people who are literally gongs. <laughs> literally. Well, I mean, I don't want to be pedantic on the thing where I just said show charitable understanding. <laughs> I don't know literal gongs. Whatever, Danny. Literal gongs. <laughs> hey, I'm Danny. What's your name? Wait a you're such a jerk. I just, yeah, that's a really bad time to be pedantic. You know Don't I mean. worry, it makes me look bad, <laughs> given the circumstance. No, I just, um, yeah. So to answer the question, I mean, like, yeah, heresy's a sin, but so is everything else we do. I mean, like, yeah, I don't, I, I've never liked that question. Is this a sin? I've never liked it. Yeah, I mean, but like. You know, for you, Catherine, we know. Oh, yeah, no, that that's not against you. It's just a personal preference. I just I want mean, to clarify that because that sounded really mean. I guess, yeah, <laughs> no, I guess I think it's because I, I started in student ministry, and every time I got 
is this a sin? It, oh, yeah. it had the subtext of, can I do this and still can be I good? walk as close to like, this line as possible and like, not is, get burned? Is this, is, this, is this fine? Like, like, are you testing the waters or looking for permission? What are you doing here? Yeah, I mean, but you also, know. like, you know, I... I mean, I had those questions, but I was right. never, like, like that. I mean, typically, I think people just... You know, yeah, they like to know. Yeah, is it a sin? Because there's tons right. of stuff that, like, you know, I'm still like I was right. watching uh, Desiring God, like John Piper, mm-hmm. um, and like the things his, his little podcast where he like talks about where people ask him questions. Yeah, yeah and I'm yeah. like, whoa, I've never considered that being a sin. Right. Is it? And I have to like listen and figure out like I guess, I what think... he thinks and if that's true or not. I'm like, wow. I think the better question is. Does this bring glory to God? Period. Right. Because it, as far as Christianity, Christianity isn't about just don't do a sin or, or don't speak a heresy. It's it's about chasing after the passion of God in every aspect of our lives. Mm-hmm. And too many times, even I've done this. I've 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 stopped at you know just trying to do the bare minimum to get by. And and it's not that I'm trying to get into heaven; it's that I'm not trying to get into hell. And yeah. there and there's a difference in perspective there. Kind of the same thing in heresy. Am I am I trying to pursue God in 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 the thinking I have, or am I just trying to get the bare a minimum in to just not be called a heretic? Right. Because part of growing in faith is exploring and considering complex things about an infinite God, and I'm going to get that wrong but that's a way of praising god by thinking through god's nature and if i'm approaching it in that kind of a manner then i can be charitable to others as they're exploring that i can have actual conversations and discussions instead of needing to have a formal debate and point out the flaws in other people and make them feel so tiny in the process um I, I am pro, go exploring, ask questions, but be okay uh, getting correction and understand that you're probably going to be a heretic at some point, but, man, heaven's going to be filled with heretics because there's grace for the sinner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I, <laughs> the whole heresy thing is like like a cat with hair on end. I just, ugh. Yeah. And not Catherine's question. It just any time that goes, that person's a heretic. Cool, let's talk about it. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, no, great yeah. question, though. I'm actually looking through it to see if we actually answered it. Huh, good luck. No, uh, no, I think we got it, but... Yeah, we did. Uh, so thank you for the question, Catherine. Yeah. We do appreciate it. You've sent in a few, and we really both appreciate it a ton. And sure. other people... Hey, Catherine isn't the only person who can turn in questions. They can actually turn in questions through our website at thegospeloutpost.com slash special. Boom. Uh, Facebook and Instagram at nobodyspecialpodcast, which is coming up now. I'm probably late, but that's fine. Uh, And go ahead and send us a message in DMs and any of that. Um, Also, I think I didn't check. We are either on Spotify or will be. That's right. Spotify, baby. Yeah. So, um, and oh, cool news. Uh, Gospel Outpost has a new author. His name is Wiley, and he got started on this podcast. Yes. And currently holds the record for most uh, 
most clicks in a day. Wow. Uh, as far Great as... Great job, Wiley. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm very proud of him. And I, for someone who owns this thing and runs it, I have had very few of the... I, I have had the... I, I, I haven't had it. Didn't you, uh, didn't you make one cent officially? Mm. What? An AdSense? Oh, yeah. I made a Google AdSense account, and we made our first penny. We've arrived. Boom! We've arrived, people. Uh, and then I promptly spent it <laughs> on getting our podcast on Spotify. Gosh. One penny did a lot. It's already gone. What yeah. is like the the threshold of being able to cash it in? Obviously, I don't believe it's one cent. Can you be like, send me a check for one cent? Because that would be. I hilarious. know that you can ask for a check for one cent. That's funny. But considering checks cost three cents, I think they'll be like, no, I don't know. Yeah. But they're such a big company, it may get. I mean, they're not going to check. Yeah. So I don't know. That's I don't funny. know, but. Just wait till it gets we'll find to 10 out. Cents. We'll see what happens. Yeah, so it it'll be good. But yeah, well, Caleb, it's late. We're tired. Yes. We've traveled, mm-hmm. and they've traveled alongside of us, our lovely listeners, mm-hmm. uh, through this rambling fun of a podcast. Yeah, we've done great. They've done great. Thank you for tuning in, everyone. This will not be our closing ever again. This is the <laughs> worst closing I've ever done. Caleb, do you want to cut me off and say that other thing? Say that other thing. Uh, yes, give us five stars on oh, iTunes. I don't know where we'll we are. I don't know what. Well, that's going to end on for Spotify us. now. Yes, why not? Um, but what? yeah, that's going to do it for us today. I'm stealing your line, Danny. Um, I'm Caleb, and I'm Danny, and we are nobody, nobody special. special.